Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast, which is called Go Mode, a link to the past randomizer podcast. My name is Tim. I'm Dante. And that was definitely not uh, AI generated script that Tim just <laughs> <laughs> introduced us with. I, I can see how you would need to give that disclaimer because thinking back on it, that sounded robotic as hell. Yeah, really, it, it was actually a callback to, I guess, two episodes ago. Uh, or three episodes ago now, wow, mm-hmm. where uh, you, I asked you to do the intro and you sort of like ad-libbed it and changed it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It kind I of, felt like yeah. I wanted to dip into that a little bit. I, and, I, I mean, uh, yeah, I liked I, it. I, I liked the change of pace, but I felt like, it, especially with the camera on, I kind of saw halfway through, <laughs> you were like, oh my God, where, where am I going with this? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. It was it was the saying podcast twice was what really got to me. It was when, when I landed on that second, a link to the past randomizer podcast, I was like, this is not going the way that I was going to go before I started. Well, Well, anyway, honestly, I'm just happy to be on this podcast. Uh, You know, I wasn't here last time except for a little bit of Tuesday temp, but um, you know, I just wanted to go on the record or saying that I, I felt that y'all did a great job. You really held it down. And uh, I really enjoyed listening to the episode. Oh, thank you. Thank did, you. Did you actually enjoy the, you know, I mean, we said this on the episode, but we, we did not, neither one of us expected the, uh, the recap to be like 99% of that episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the recap. What do you mean? The, oh, I like what you wrote on the yeah, outline, the, the 2022 yeah, recap, yeah, yeah. like, cause we yeah. talked about it. I'm not gonna say too much, but we did talk about it a good bit. Mm-hmm. I, 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 that, I, I can't believe that because I saw the outline, you know, after that whole thing you explained of like I was on the boat and I thought that I was going to have to write another one. By the way, I didn't have to write another one. I saw that in time before I had started okay. writing. The okay, other good, one, good. Thankfully. Thank God um, you didn't have no, to that, do that while on a boat. <laughs> right. Consuming um, but, a lot of alcohol. <laughs> yeah, we did get the unlimited drinks package. Oh, nice. We really took advantage. <laughs> nice. Absolutely. Uh, but no, I saw how many things y'all had written on there. And I was like, that's going to take a good little amount of time to get through. Yeah, it sure and did. it did. But it was fun. It was fun. And I definitely had the urge to like pause it and then record a Tuesday temp after like each topic. But I thought about it ahead of time. And I said this in the last episode, so I won't like, you know, spend too much time on this. But I just didn't feel like it would be right to just be like be constantly chiming in and be like, mm, here's what I think. You know, it's just the moment had passed, uh, even though there were, you know, definitely some topics I, I had some thoughts about. I think that's just how it goes when you listen to a podcast. And I just had the advantage of listening to a podcast that I'm normally on. Mm-hmm. So the urge to chime in was stronger than ever, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I can understand that for sure. I think maybe for me, it might be the same. You know, mm-hmm. you're you're usually like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. So, you know, I, I think this and yeah. uh, I'm not sure if people really would have had a problem with it, to be honest, because they obviously enjoy your input as well. But it probably would have made the episode a little long, I don't know, stilted or weird, you know, from an editing perspective where when we are talking about stuff, me and Dante having a back and forth. And then in the middle of it, you're like, Hey, it's Tuesday temp again. Yeah. Here's my opinion on this. <laughs> I, <laughs> been weird, I would have like. loved to hear, um, what is it? Uh, the Paul's sound effect, like a hundred times. That was like, <laughs> yeah, spammed. <laughs> it's like a yeah. select buffering a one frame trick or something for 10 minutes. Exactly. And getting in. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, um, 
Yeah, I, that really, I mean, the main thing was y'all had touched on Tuesday temp and I do just want to say that this is either ironic or a coincidence, but I, Tuesday temp, need to just cut in super quick right here to tell you that I said Tuesday temp just now, but what I meant was temp.msu and I don't think anything that I say after this would have made any sense without that context. So, all right, back to it. You were correct. I am still working on it, working on the Spotify version. It definitely has taken a little bit of a pause as I'm getting ready to move pretty soon. Uh, so I kind of just had to consciously, instead of like beating myself for not beating myself up for not working on it, consciously say like, okay, I'm not even going to think about this until after we're done moving. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not just like in a negative, you know, feeling negatively about it. it definitely has taken longer than I've wanted it to. But, um, you know, the reason is I just want to make sure it's it's right and it's good. And uh, that that takes time. So. Um, but, yeah, other than that, you know, everything else that happened, uh, it was um, a lot of it. I guess I didn't realize had happened in 2022. Some of it, especially in the earlier you know, period, kind of felt like it was last year. So, oh, yeah, a lot happened, you know. And I mean, it, it was last year now, technically, since we're right, right, in 2023. Right. But I think he meant it. He thought it happened in 2021. I, I know what you're right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. you know, that's <laughs> if you talk to people, that's what a lot of them say, especially with the, with the COVID times, right? Where the last like two or three years with the lockdowns and all the whatever else was going on. It kind of all mooshed together in, into one big year. like. Anything that happened between 2020 and 2022 or like the middle of 2022 or something, it's all last year to me. Like, yeah. You know, it makes like a kind of. Yeah. Rando that years also happened. are longer. Yeah, go ahead. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what too. I mean? Like, like yeah. I feel like one main tournament or one league season is like the equivalent of a calendar year or more, um, mm-hmm. you know, Probably mentally uh, <laughs> in rando life because, you know, so, yeah. sometimes people start up and then they're like, all right, I did a year of this. I'm done. But it wasn't really a year, <laughs> yeah. but it feels like it. Yeah, it's I don't understand. Oh, I think part of that also is that with the exception of the mentor tournament always being in the summer, we haven't necessarily been able to rely on like, oh, league is always here and main tournaments always here because especially like during the pandemic, there was some shifting where it wasn't just happening yeah. once per year, which mm-hmm. makes it, it speaks to that elongation. I think that you, you mentioned the two, the two league year. That was, that yeah. was something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will say I definitely miss league. Uh, the last time that I played the game was my last league match. And I mentioned before how much I appreciate league because it gives you a real excuse to sit down and play the game. Cause there are other people that are counting on you doing so. Um, without that obligation, it's been really tough for me to find, I don't want to say the time cause I don't think that's entirely true, but like the motivation or like the right frame of mind to get into playing. Mm, um, sure. Yeah. I feel kind of guilty about that, but also at the same time, kind of like I was saying before about like allowing yourself space to do certain things and not feeling negative and guilty about things that are already, you know, you've decided within your own mind. Um, you know, I've, I've kind of taken a, a, that sort of approach as well, but, um, yeah, I'm in a bit of a drought. It's, it's been about a month since I played my last seed, I think. Dang. That's, that's a yeah. lot of, that's a long time. That's like, um, that's not a long time. That's like <laughs> that's three months level. in rando <laughs> years. 
like dog years. Yeah. If I'm doing my, we math were just correct. saying that a rando year is longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is true. Yeah. Well, so I had time to play this last weekend, and I even said aloud, like I announced my plans. I was like, I'm going to play rando, you know, this weekend when Nella, you know, takes a nap or whatever. I was like, I'm going to play, and then I sat down and I absolutely could have, you know, pulled up a seed, but instead. I played the video game Chrono Cross for like three hours. So, yeah, you know, and that's not even that good of a game. I would say Rando is objectively better than Chrono Cross. Yeah, I was just going to say, I still can't believe you like that game so much. I know. I know. It's, Nostalgia it's, uh, is this the remake? Yes, it is the remake. Okay. But, I mean, it's exactly the same game. They they made so few changes. They did add a fast forward button, which definitely Always was much appreciated. needed. But it's, oh, and then actually, so, sorry, they, they, the original one had a fast forward button, but you had to unlock it by playing through the game once. Now no. they just give it to you right okay. up front. Oh, okay. thank God. But uh, That raises yeah. an interesting question that I have, because recently I started playing the new One Piece RPG that came out. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard about it. It's called One Piece Odyssey. Yeah. And it's made by the... Uh, by the dude who made the anime and it's like, you know, it's a, for the 25th anniversary and stuff. And it's like a turn-based RPG by the guys who made Dragon Quest Eleven, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it, it feels kind of similar, right? You have like your battles and your turns and it's kind of like an old school Final Fantasy kind of thing. Not, not really an ATB thing, more like, you know, there's like three segments on the enemies and every time you take an action, one of the segments fills up and when all the segments are full, it's the enemy's turn. And so it kind of goes back and forth. But what I want to ask is the game has uh, a fast forward button that you can activate in the battles. Mm-hmm. And um, it had something else that I forgot. That's also like a quality of life, sort of akin to the fast forward button. But mm-hmm. what I want to ask Maybe like is, no encounters? Because that's another thing Chrono Cross has, mm-hmm. but I never turned oh, it on. Oh, wow. no, it's not, it's not no encounters. It's, it's, uh, I forgot what it was, but it's kind of akin to something <laughs> like that. But my question is, if a game, especially a new game, you know, for remakes of old games or stuff, I can see, but if a new game has something like a fast forward button in their battles, do, are you like, oh man, that's really cool. I'm finally, you know, I'm able to speed up these battles. Or is it like these guys already know that their goddamn game is too friggin' slow, and that's yeah. why they put a fast forward button? And why not? It's like know, a quick fix. Yeah, why yeah. not make the game faster, or make the animations shorter, or make it skippable, or whatever? Yeah, yeah. see, that I was gonna say the skippable thing because like Final Fantasy mm-hmm. X, like they put a in the remake. There's a like for PC, I think there's like a fast forward button. I think there's one on the Switch too, mm-hmm. but like. You can't fast forward the cutscenes. You can't skip the cutscenes like without modding nope. the game. And it's kind of like, yeah. dude, like especially the cutscenes in Final Fantasy X. If I've played it before, please right. let <laughs> yeah. me skip them. Like, let me just play the game because the game's great. But like when you have to sit through the cutscenes, like mm-hmm. I, I, I feel so bad for the speedrunners that play speed that game. Because what is yeah. it like a 10 hour run or something? And most of it's cutscenes. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 It's the. So the, I appreciate the fast forward button in Chrono Cross, but I will say using it, there's there's kind of two drawbacks to using it. One is that I find myself trying to fast forward other games that don't have a fast forward, mm-hmm. which is quite unfortunate, or commercials, you know, stuff like that. Um, so it kind of spoils you on Twitch reality ads. a little bit. <laughs> yeah, ad, ads and things like that. Um, and then the other is like after a certain point, it's like I'm fast forward everything 
And it's like, what are we doing here, guys? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I am, am I enjoying this? Like, I'm fast forwarding through this game. And I had to literally like stop and check in with myself and be like, am I having fun right now? Like, am I enjoying <laughs> this? Yeah. Is this if fun? I'm just fast forwarding through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I'm just trying to get through it as fast as possible. What's at the end of this? What am I, am, am I enjoying this? Am I going to get to a place where I have enjoyed it? Mm-hmm. Uh, the answer ended up being yes. Actually, I was like, you know, no, actually this is, um, uh, this is cool. It's just, I wish the anima- animations were a little faster. Yeah. Um, so I, I, for Chrono Cross, I think it's okay. But yeah, when, when a fresh new game comes out with a fast forward, mm-hmm. it's that, I, that's sus as hell, I would say. Yeah. It's it just like, I don't know. It's still fun and I enjoy it for the story and it's, it's probably going to go on a long pause very soon when all these games that I want are hitting, which is very soon. But mm-hmm. uh, it's, I don't know, it always makes me feel a little weird when I'm like, oh, a new game. Oh, it has a fast forward button for all the battles. Why? Why is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, just to go back and touch on the rando thing, you know, like I said, it's been about a month since I've played felt maybe a little bit of guilt, but also I think I'm ultimately at peace with it. And I, you know, I think the fact that I make this podcast helps a lot. I have to check in essentially every two weeks. You know, I did have take a break to. from that. Absolutely. <laughs> I, well, I mean, to me, it feels like an obligation. You okay. must. I, absolutely. You know, I'm, this, I'm merely the humble steward of this show, which mm-hmm. is much larger than myself. Um, you know, so anything I say from this point forward is kind of colored with that. Like I'm, I've always got, uh, you know, the podcast to fall back on as, as me being a part of the community, but I can definitely see how, if you, you know, were just an average, you know, community member that maybe doesn't volunteer or you're not an admin for anything, you just play the game. Once you stop playing the game, it's easy to feel like you're no longer a member of the community. Um, but I think it's totally normal for people to take breaks from the game and come back to it at some point, you know, which is to say that like, uh, you know, people have talked in the past about like retirement. Like there, there've been a couple of community members who have announced their retirement only to come back, you know, a few months later to participate <laughs> in a tournament. And you're like, well, what, like what does a retirement even mean in the sense of being a member of this community? Because again, there's so many ways to interact. It's not just about how often you play it. You can watch races, you can volunteer, you can listen to this podcast. There's so many other ways to stay involved. And I guess to tie all of this up, that's what I hope to communicate for folks that maybe haven't played in a long time, but still want to be, still find the game interesting, want to be a member of the community. Um, you don't have to, you know, it's not a binary. You're not in or out. You can be as in or as out as you want to yeah. know, as, in terms of interaction. With yeah. It. And like, especially I want to say playing is not a requirement to be part of the community. I do sometimes feel like I miss out on a couple of things. You know, I see my friends playing pilot spoiler or whatever together. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm since I don't really feel like playing I don't really like get to participate in that by my own own choice, obviously. But, you know, but still, I I still feel like I'm part of the community and part of the people that are around. And it's uh, I don't think playing or not playing really should matter as much as I want to see Herfy the pilot. I want to I want to see that come to fruition. You know, it might it might happen. It might happen. There have been some Mm. extremely preliminary talks. 
Okay. With uh, the pretty much the only person that is still left, and I'm sure you could guess it, Dante. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'd be down to to have some fun with him. I like the guy. I love that idea. Herfie, yeah. the Herfie, pilot. Like, all right, yeah, I'll come. I'll come back. But here's the thing: <laughs> I still refuse to play this game. You know, yeah. but like, let's go. It's 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 pilot time. I'll That's just awesome. uh, show my professional Notepad plus plus skills and uh, fly through the. <laughs> That's all it work. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, up, obviously, you know the game. Route. Yeah, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe, pilot. maybe we'll we'll see. I'm uh, I'm really super like not experienced with reading spoiler logs and especially putting a route together that makes sense and that's like not too minimalistic as far as safeties go and stuff like that so i I definitely definitely would need a lot of practice but that might be something that i'm interested in sure that's cool yeah there's definitely an art to it not to say you know that just anybody could walk up and be great because i know that you know routing and reading the file and Mm -hmm. all safeties and stuff there's a lot that goes into it knowing the difference Um, between flute spot and ocarina inactive and (laughs) knowing the difference between mushroom and potion shop on the spoiler log Mm -hmm. Mm. Mm. all the good stuff key d1 key p Three, A two, A one, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's like way too advanced for me already. That's like, nah, like, you you, you you pick it up really fast. It's just like the whole time I, I've been doing a little bit of piloting just for funsies, and it's uh, it's funny because I'm like, all right, we need we need the where's the Hera small key L one or L three. All right, how come that's not coming up? And I think L three because when I watch doors at the top left, it says like, uh. Like, wait, wait, is it, is it top left? Uh, no, that's P or C. Um, I guess that would make, oh, that, that explains it. Okay. Now I, now I get it because initially it's a pendant or dun- I don't know, man. Dungeon, it, it confusing. It's confusing, but it works out once you get used to it. There you go. That's, <laughs> that's why I don't do piloting for tournaments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. None of that made any sense to me. <laughs> I, I honestly I couldn't tell if you were getting confused in the moment or you were explaining a situation where you were confused once oh no see <laughs> I, I, that's, how con- that's how confused I was every time I've done it it's kind of been like alright we're, we're, we're basically have all the items we're on the route and then it's like okay uh, we need it. Then my runner's like we need a swamp key and I'm like crap I always forget about that stupid swamp key and then I had to <laughs> find that crap we've already missed it we gotta go back <laughs> Yeah. So Dante, Mr. Mr. Dantman, have you ever considered the idea of your retirement from random? Oh my God. Uh, no. Um, no. Explain. Well, I, I just think it's, I, I think I've already, I'm not gonna say I've already done that, but like my, obviously I'm not playing as much as I used to. Like that's, that's like definitely a thing. Um, I'm playing enough where I feel like I'm still involved. I'm still helping run things and so on and so forth. But, you know, me entering, you know, I I think my, my max has been like eight to 10 ladder races a season. And I haven't done a ladder race in like multiple seasons at this point. Uh, I need to do another one, which hopefully will be sooner than later with league wrapping up, you know, at most in the next like four weeks, Um, you know, just for, just for some fun. But uh, but yeah, like, I, I don't know, man, I, I just like I set out the last main tournament, you know, set out cross keys the last two years. 
probably will continue to sit out cross keys, sitting out a lot of side tournaments just because of, you know, time commitment. So uh, I'm still playing the game, you know, like I, like I said, I've been doing some casual like pilot spoiler stuff mm-hmm. just for for fun to do something different that I haven't done before. Uh, Post league, you know, I plan to kind of maybe take up NMG again just to de-rust and then see if we can work on that a little more. You know, I'm not like setting any goals for that. But, you know, I kind of was like, I want to, you know, this year do something a little different than I've done. Maybe find uh, find something in the community that I haven't done yet and try that. And then, you know, I've already been doing some spoiler pilots. So that's kind of fun. So mm-hmm. I think fun is the key thing because it's like, I, you know, I, I, this this is going to sound derogatory and I, I don't mean it that way. Like I, I've seen like several people. There's there's more than one, but like they, they play so many ladder races. And I I, I do not understand how. And maybe it's because of my schedule and my part time time in my life or whatever, or, you know, walk of life at this point. I just don't understand how someone can do that and call it fun. And if they can, then by all means, great. I, I think that's awesome. Um, it's just like yeah. it's hard for me to wrap my head around it. So, mm. uh, oh, yeah. You know, because even even the one time when, you know, I, I was like, all right, you know, I'm burnt out from the main tournament. There's the swordless mode. No one's playing it. So if I start playing it now, I actually have a chance to win the ladder title. So like I started with what, like four weeks left at most in that and barely had time to play. And like even doing that little bit, I felt very like, man, this this doesn't feel as fun. It feels more of an obligation because I want to play to try and achieve this rather than I just want to play because it's a convenient time and I want to play a race. So, um, yeah. I've also never been a big one for like pickup races. Like I've done, I do those very, very few and far between like pre ladder days. I was not big and into pickup races. Uh, I didn't do those. I would do like, I would try to schedule around a daily, a weekly or a tournament, you know, kind of do that. Maybe play an async when those were very like spread out. Like the, the best place to get an async back then was like Reddit or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, I don't I don't think like I have like any in any plans or any desire to say like I'm I'm done playing, you know, like obviously if if my if my path changes in life, you'll see me say something like, "All right, well, you know, I'm stepping down from racing council and I'm I'm leaving the podcast, you know, like uh, I don't want to make a spectacle of it, but like it would be yeah. like obviously we're going to have to shift some priorities around. And then, it, unfortunately, those are more like public facing. So it does look like I would be yeah. saying that, so to speak. Yeah, I think, yeah, you raise a good point that there because on the one hand, it's like, OK, you're retiring or like you're done playing. Just be done playing, you know, like what's with the announcement. But I do think there are certain people who, you know, are public enough in the community or have enough uh, engagements where, you know, they work together with other people, say like an admin team or racing council or something like that, where you would kind of have to say, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, ramp down my participation quite a bit. And that includes no longer being a member of X or doing Y or whatever the case is. So yeah, that's that, yeah, that I could definitely see. The other thing is like, you know, for people to say like, I am done that's especially if you play a lot, that's like pretty drastic, you know, to, to say like, 
I'm not going to play at all. I'm not going to play in this ladder race or this async or who maybe in six months will be a tournament and I might be into it. Like to, to call it a retirement is almost like I'm turning my back on the game, on the community. You know, I think it's kind of the perception that one can get when these announcements are made. Um, and again, maybe it's just a language thing maybe. you know, to call it retirement, you know, because retirement is like in real life, a retirement from work is like you are not going to be working anymore, or at least that what your career was. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I remember like Christos Owen, like stepping back, you know, he 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 very much so dialed back how much he was playing. And then when he went on Twitter and listed all of his equipment for sale and then ended up selling all of it, then you kind of realize, all right, well, I mean, he's pretty much done, um, you know, as far as like wanting to be serious about it. Who knows? I mean, like he's, he's still on the admin team. He could be playing like on emulator just for fun every once in a while, maybe testing things. I don't know, but you know, he's just not being like, I guess I'm just using him as an example, but as mm. from my perception, I guess is like, he's not very, he's not concerned about being at the forefront of, you know, a voice for it uh, anymore, mm. which is, is, I think, fine is very healthy if you you know have other things in life that are like of high you know high importance to you yeah yeah and again this all just came from me not playing for a long time and wondering like you know <laughs> will i announce my retirement one day like yeah. what does that even mean what does it look like well, I, mean, I know when um, Tim retires he's gonna be like i'm either <laughs> turning the podcast over to x person that we've lined up or like i'm just shutting down like that's yeah, it yeah. probably I mean, yeah, I think it's it, it's it's kind of twofold or, or like it's kind of hard to say, because on the one hand, I agree with what you said earlier, Tim, where it's like, well, you know, why the whole spectacle and everything? On the other hand, you know, sometimes uh, there, there have been people who just, you know, one day up and disappeared and their Discord account was like offline for a month and month and nobody ever heard from them again. And nobody really knows what, you know, what happened or if they're okay or if they were just fed up with the community or if they just didn't want to play the game anymore. And I feel like, you know, I'd rather have someone. I was laughing earlier when we started this whole thing, when you started talking about retirement, not because of the whole people saying that they're retiring, but because I had to think of Danka who has this thing on ladder where he's like, they'll, they're always coming back. They'll you know, back. they'll always, yeah. Be back. When they unregister, I'm sure they are. I have that channel muted, but I'm sure they come back right, all the time. Like they <laughs> unregister, they leave the ladder discord. And then, you know, without missing a beat, they'll be back a day, mm-hmm. a week, a month later and start playing again. Like nothing ever happened. And uh, it just always reminds me of that. And I don't think, you know, it's not a bad thing if today you're saying, hey, I'm retiring. And then in a week or in two, you're coming back and you start playing again. But at the same time, it's kind of like, why why even go through that again and again, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you bring up a really good point that I hadn't thought of, which is just like announcing your intentions, mm-hmm. which is generally, you know, it's better to communicate than not communicate right? and letting people know, Hey, I don't think I'm going to be around nearly as much as I was before. That's, that's never a bad thing to, to communicate that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you're around more than you thought you were great, you know, that's, that's fine too. Um, so that, that is a really good point that I had not, had not considered. I, uh, and I'm, I'm pretty bad with Irish goodbyes too. It's definitely something I've had to work on. What is in my personal Irish life? Goodbye? I like this. 
an Irish goodbye, it's, yeah, it's when you're like at a party and you just like dip. You don't mm-hmm. let anyone know you're leaving. You're uh, just gone. Everybody's like, hey, where's Tim? You're in your bed asleep. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I regret doing that in the times that I've done it. I think it's always better to say, hey, you know, I'm leaving and, and deal with people being like, oh, come on, man. You know, that is better than just leaving and having people be like, yeah, we didn't know where you went. Like, what mm-hmm. the hell? So um, that yeah. is a really good point. I um I just thought of this so like you know if Temp if you you know if I were to like completely quit playing you know I mm-hmm. guess here's what you could say you could steal the line and I'm I'm gonna go back to this you could steal the line that I always hear NASCAR drivers say I'm retiring from full time competition so okay. depending on how <laughs> so I say that because the correlation is depending on how many tournaments there are how many you enter how many ladder races you do it might as well be a full time job. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you're just you're retiring to do part time competition. So that's that's one thing you can do. I think that's a, maybe a healthy way of looking at that word uh, as far as uh, like competing, because it's it, it's a, if you try to do literally every tournament, you're going to really have a bad time, I think. <laughs> yeah, that is nice and honest, too. Uh, by the way, that just reminded me. Did you hear that Frankie Munez is going to be a NASCAR? Driver? Yeah, dude, I, I, I've i been kind of following that a little bit, like just like on Reddit or whatever. And I'm like, this is yeah. the, the weirdest thing. He's doing Arca, um, which is like a really, really like entry level series, I guess, for NASCAR as far as like the, the, the things they own as like an entity, which they did. They bought out recently. So they they basically like this is I don't I'm I'm going to I'm going to say this and then you're going to be like that's not as interesting as Dante thought it was going to be. <laughs> but like basically, okay. you know how like in in NASCAR they have cars, they have like chassis, like the the builds, and they put the bodies I on them. I do know that. Yeah. So all right. Well, apparently when they keep going forward in generations, like I was I always wondered what happens to the old cars? They literally just like throw them out. Actually, they sell them to these Arca teams and the Arca teams use all the old stuff. So and then like, you know, rebuild it to work for that. So they have like old old models, I guess, basically of those race cars. So uh, that is cool. They're no, not, that's very cool. They're How not long do always they last? as safe. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Arca has been kind of known for just because of inexperienced drivers and, and other stuff of kind of like some very bad things happening, like people getting hurt. Um, luckily, I don't think anybody's been killed in, in any, mm. you know, anything semi recently. But like, is it common for a driver to like go through this Arca and like work their way up oh yeah. to like the NASCAR we would like watch on TV? Or sure. Like there's been like I've yeah. seen, you know, watching watching it on TV or having it up. It's kind of like you'll see like when they're featuring some driver talking about them, they'll like backtrack with these highlights. And it's like I had no idea that dude did Arca because I don't watch it like it, mm-hmm. it's hard to follow that. But um yeah. Anyway, but if Frankie Muniz is doing, I, th- I think it's. I mean, it's <laughs> he hasn't been relevant acting in anything, right? So no. Um, I guess we'll we'll see how he does. I, I don't know his experience. I don't know if this is just hey, I got some money, let's blow it with funding a team to do this. Because uh, right now, in that the way that all works, and it's kind of like everything in life. If you don't have any kind of money backing, then people aren't going to want to hire you. Like if you don't have any money or a sponsorship to provide money coming with you and your name, then you're good luck finding a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You have to wonder if he's got any of that, like Malcolm in the middle money saved up. Oh yeah. That's just like completely oh, gone. He invested point. all of that in Bitcoin <laughs> and then cash out before the dip. That's, that's what he wow. did. 
Uh, I mean, I'm just making that up. Munez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I too know very little about Frankie Munez other than I used to like Malcolm in the Middle when I was in middle yeah. school. But yeah. Have y'all, uh, speaking of NASCAR, have you heard of this iRacing or have you ever messed around with it? <laughs> I Dante, have. It seems like it'd be right up your alley, honestly. <laughs> so I don't know if they've changed their model. It's been, God, 2016, 15 when I last I played. So like, I, I mean, I've got a steering wheel up in the closet up there that I can hook yeah. up. It's nothing spectacular. It's just like a, like 80, hundred to a hundred dollar wheel. You know, it's not like uh-huh. the full $5,000 setups people have. Um, but like I, I did it for a bit. I did like basically the, the base package where you just pay the $15 a month or whatever it was. And then you kind of work your way up and it was, it was fun. I had a great time doing it. But what I learned was unless it's changed, like to race in like say NASCAR or like IndyCar, F1, whatever, whatever they model after, you know, like the big series that people would know, mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. to reach a certain safety ranking, meaning you're not running into people all over the track. Uh, and then you have to purchase cars and tracks in packages on top of the subscription fee and then keep paying the subscription fee to race. And then you have to maintain your like safety ranking. Otherwise, you're like, barred from entering into those leagues. So like yeah. there's, I mean, and those are like just casual pickup leagues. Like they have officially yeah. sanctioned ones like that, you know, they, they hire people to do and have an actual competition that yeah. they like broadcast on Twitch and like, like NASCAR's yeah. website, which I think is really sweet. Um, and it's really cool to watch that because there's like, you know, it's like, it's like me, it's like, it's the gamer like competing and yeah. they actually get money for winning. <laughs> um, yeah. So my, uh, cousin-in-law I guess would be the correct way to identify this guy but he he lives in in town with me and we went up to his house for Thanksgiving and he took us into the garage me and my wife and and some other people that were visiting and showed us this iRacing rig that he had set up and it's a monitor in front of you and two wide monitors next to you Mm -hmm. uh, all clearly calibrated in such a way to you know simulate a car look at it yeah Mm -hmm. and simulate exactly it's like VR except it's not you know a helmet it's the screens Um, and then he had like another monitor set up with chat or whatever uh he had an actual car seat you know that he had brought into his garage and put there um you know the gear shifter the wheel the whole nine yards and yeah he's telling us about this while we're all trying it out and said a lot of the stuff that you said also mentioned that a lot of nascar drivers to practice actually use this iRacing rig and participate in the same competitions that you as a amateur after like passing your safety checks and all that could presumably yeah. enter into. So like you're racing against like Dale Earnhardt Jr. or whatever. Oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what he racers. But, he's actually know. he's actually on staff with iRacing. Oh, now. I got one. Um, nice. <laughs> yeah. And like he's he's pretty big involved in it like as an advocate for it. Like when the pandemic happened, like the rando boom that happened for us in our community, like yeah. in, in racing because of everything getting shut down, that's when iRacing really started to like blow up as far as like the stock car scene or NASCAR scene. Just because like all the drivers were doing that. And then what like Fox, who didn't have anything to air during because that was like part of their TV deal. They were like, well, let's do these yeah. racing races. And then like for fun, they did like six weeks of that thinking maybe the pandemic will be over after six weeks. Uh, and so they they aired that. And it was actually entertaining just because they had some of the announcers that used to be drivers like <laughs> announcing while they're driving. So like oh, wow. they were there was a lot of like. Um, 
it, it was you could tell they were really holding back because it was TV, but they had some they were they were about to have what we call a heated gamer moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, you just you see a lot of weird stuff with that, but it really blew up then like Rando, you know, inflating like it did during that time. Uh, that online racing scene did as well. And I think it's kind of helped carry over to some of like the at least in that community, like the bigness of it as far as like with sponsorships and like prize pools and stuff and like what it means to people. Cause I know like they'd have a series and it was just kind of like, like us with the main tournament, it was, you know, just recognition. That's it. Move on to the next season afterwards. Mm -hmm. Um, But now it's like got corporate funding and it's like you get, I think the guy who won last year got like 300 and some thousand dollars. So wow. Mm. pretty crazy but i mean yeah, if you gotta buy a a five thousand dollar rig to drive in you know <laughs> right. so who knows right yeah no i think uh, the parallels between you know because that's a, a competitive gaming community the same way that rando is one and uh you know uh, just obviously on a much larger scale but i think we can at least look at that community and be thankful that we don't have such a tremendous like financial barrier of entry the way that something like that seems to from what I can tell um you know and then also like there there's gatekeeping's not the right word but like these safety checks that you talked about you know the fact that there's you have to put in work to even get to the point where you can compete with other people in a meaningful way it sounds like mm-hmm. um but yeah I just I, I I would love to know more about that whole iRacing scene from someone who's in it you know because I could go like do like Google and look at Reddit or whatever but I don't think that's as interesting as like <laughs> interacting with yeah. someone who has yeah. actually done it and being able to compare and contrast your experiences in your community with them and theirs okay. which I wasn't really able to do it during Thanksgiving you know because there's a the whole family's there oh, and yeah. I'm not gonna uh, nerd out on rando or anything but, I, looked, uh, I looked it up to c- clarify myself uh, it, the 300 some thousand dollars is the full purse the winner gets a 100k so the guy who won wow. last year got I mean, 100k that's still and pretty, pretty yeah good money right that's but a nice recoup of on your cost that's of, you just know, buying that, the rig that's just for like the nascar sponsored like coca-cola iRacing series is what it's called mm-hmm. like so they hold that in iRacing, but there's all kinds of other cars like you know people do those uh you know like endurance races like le mans and you yeah. know uh sebring uh, or C yeah, yeah sebring like like whatever hours they do the 24 hours of uh Daytona or whatever. So there's like all kinds of different like classes that you could do in it. It's very, I think it's a very awesome business. The game it's based off of is actually NASCAR racing 2003. Like, Whoa, really? Yes. (laughs) That game got, Oh wow. It started out. That game just got modded like crazy. And then Mm -hmm. it it ended up becoming like its own thing based off that engine. Uh, And they've just kind of developed on top of it over the years. dot drive or something like that like a driving simulator would be the the birth of it yeah but no no nascar game from from uh the the (laughs) ps2 era well no 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 this (laughs) is a pc version so when i say it like not not ea sports the Mm -hmm. this one was made by like a company called papyrus they used to make other games as well like sierra papyrus um i can't think of any of that's familiar yeah but they, like there's games and stuff yeah but they're defunct now and yeah they, they were around back like in the 90s i guess yeah they were big then uh and that was kind of like their last big game that had like you know a lot of uh what's the word for it like you know it was a notable game that they made uh i guess but if you yeah. if you look up Sierra Gamers, uh, their website with Papyrus, man, yeah, there it, it right now. it's very dated. 
<laughs> yes, it is. And yeah, I, I I don't see any puzzle games. It's pretty much all racing games. So I don't yeah. know. Papyrus, I thought sounded familiar, but maybe maybe not. Mm. Um, so to hijack this a little bit uh, and go back to the controller requirements and also get us away from this awful topic of NASCAR, <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and mention that GDQ was on last week. Oh, yeah. And talking yeah. about uh, controller requirements reminded me there was a run of Blinks the Time Sweeper and I think original Xbox game I had never heard about before. And they were talking about uh, that if you mod your controllers so you get like 100% on the X and Y axis of your analog stick so you can like push the sticks a little further than they would normally go, mm -hmm. uh, you get more run speed. So basically all the speed runs on that game require you to get like a modded controller that enables you wow. to press the control stick forward, you know, as far as it can go. Because I guess they they didn't put any they they, they didn't put a maximum speed in. They just, you know, as as, far, as long as you can push the analog stick, it'll go faster. So this is to go mm. further beyond. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember something similar to bring it back to a Zelda topic, mm -hmm. the IQ, right? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. We might've even talked about this on the podcast before, but yeah, it was like when people were grinding <clears throat> Ocarina of Time speed runs. That was the uh, way to do it. Yeah. It's like this Chinese version or there's like this um, Chinese hardware that had been licensed to run mm -hmm. Nintendo games. I don't know the exact, you know, story of it, but it would run, you know, Ocarina of Time and it ran it just a little bit faster. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and, and I think it was pretty minute amount, Dante. I don't know if you remember it, heard how much faster it is, but it's like a few seconds for the whole run. I know it, like that. it mainly had to do with the loading times and that's why it's probably not used as much now with like the major speedrunners because all you need is a Wii and mm. you just you mod the crap out of your Wii with software. You don't have to do any hard mm. modding. And then uh, most like like everybody in Link to the Past, we buy Super NT, FX Pack, you know, get a console, mm. FX Pack, or we just play emulator if we want to. Uh, most of the people who would go to that level in ALTTPR, I think like for Zooter and Ocarina of Time speedrunning now, they have they have a Wii and it's modded and it's set up to run ocarina of time the way you know you would you would run it uh and yeah. like the current climate so um i don't know it's it's so it, it's very interesting because like with the her bringing up gdq like speed running in general like it, it's very fun to hear like other communities and how their rule sets are um yeah. like i you know i don't i don't want to open this pandora's box too much like there was some some recent drama about like resident evil four, you know, because their mods wanted to change. Like you had to have a minimum time to meet their leaderboard or something. Oh, wow. But like, I heard that. it's, it's, I only brought that up to say like every, um, like every leaderboard has its own set of rules. Like, it's not like these are the speed running rules and here's the speed running Bible, you know, that you mm -hmm. have to follow. It's, it's so different game to game. Cause I remember I used to watch fire dragon, uh, speed run Luigi's mansion. And at one point he like PB massively because he found out that he could run like Luigi's Mansion instead of a disc from a USB drive on the Wii. And for a while it was in limbo on whether or not that was going to be allowed. And then they ended up saying, we're not allowing this because it'll, mm. you know, it's not the authentic game. Like that was kind of mm -hmm. the reasoning, if I remember right. 
So then like he had to like say, all right, well, that wasn't a real PB. And now I got to go back and play the old way or whatever. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very much paraphrasing that. Like if, if they're like fire dragon sure. fans that watch, watch him, like <laughs> don't crucify me for that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. if I got it wrong, but I, I just, I do remember that kind of being a thing at one point. Um, cause I was thinking like all the people who play disc games, like find a way to play them off, off a USB or a hard drive. Like it's going to be faster. Like, yeah. If mm-hmm. you know, why isn't that legal? But you know, I guess it's just, it depends game to game. Obviously I just, yeah. fi- I just find but that like, fascinating. Yeah. And like we had talked about, uh, the final fantasy 10 and you know, it's unskippable cutscenes. Yeah. Um, I believe in that community now there it's widely accepted that you, you know, get a modified version of the game that does let you skip cutscenes mm-hmm. and, um, I think I was reading like um, Majora's Mask maybe starts with like a super long intro that there's a version that basically just starts right at the gameplay. So you don't have to do that Mm. every time. But yeah, it's like you were saying, Dante, different speedrun communities uh, adopt these rules that maybe at first seem like, well, that's not a real speedrun. But then you take two minutes and listen to the situation and you're like, oh, yeah, obviously that's a much better environment to be grinding this game. Um, So everyone just is good with it. They accept it. And I think, I think that's a great thing. Thank God. Uncle doesn't Mm. talk very long and link to the past. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and then you look at Rando where we cut out all the text boxes and no one has cared about that forever because obviously that's better, you know? So, Oh yeah. Yeah. Perfect example. Yeah. Well, I hope you all have enjoyed this stream of consciousness conversation that we've had. Uh, that was our plan coming in was to just kind of talk. And we actually managed to talk about Rando a little bit here and there, which was good. Hopefully that, uh, tell them what our outline says for this, like for our section. Oh, I don't even, Oh, it's uh, (laughs) the title is bull. And then the, the details under is (laughs) so that's what we have done. We have bullshitted for nearly a full 45 minutes, but I am pleased to announce if the, if you really just do come here for the rando, we do have some news updates for you. So we'll go ahead and just (laughs) knock those out right now. So of course, league is in full swing. The invitational uh, league, Dante. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what's been going on there? Yeah. Uh, so as of yesterday of this recording, the OK dudes have punched their ticket to finals in the invitational um, uh, against uh, knocking out Divine Beastie Boys in a set of four, which was really uh, it was interesting because I think both they were saying both games that Gamma lost. Uh, it the the like the item he was missing that he really needed that cost him the time was uh, bumper ledge. So like it, it's crazy that like it's the same spot in both games. So uh, just unfortunate for them, but cool for uh, like cool for okay dudes. So uh, and then uh, the pugs and eastern skippers are currently playing. We're two one. Pugs are two one at the moment. Um, Shady and I are going to play the day this podcast comes out. So Wednesday evening at 5 p.m. We're playing Swordless. That was Shady's pick. So we'll see what happens. I don't know if I can bring it home and take us to finals or if we're going to go to a game five and I stress out the entire time while I watch Ari and Andy play. (laughs) I love that you specified that the Swordless was Shady's pick and you knew that you had to say that. I had to say that. I had to say that. Of course. Yeah, because everyone otherwise would just assume that it's you uh, looking for some sort of advantage since you are, you know, the the swordless. Dude, I actually like played a couple of the other modes when I knew we Mm -hmm. were going like Shady hadn't said what we were playing yet. So I played some of the other modes because I'm like, 
I don't think he'll pick swordless, but he does enjoy swordless, but I don't need to bank mm. on it. And so I could have been playing swordless, but I, you know, once he told me, I was like, oh, okay. But, um, yeah, anyway, that's, that's mm. where we're at. Uh, nice. and then I, the open is, uh, mm-hmm. in final four now. So these teams have punched their ticket to the invitational for season six. Uh, though that is going to be Amish paradise versus farm friends and great name pending versus Saha's kids. And I just want to point out that there was some complaining in the league discord from, uh, honestly, I want to say it was Drossy. I'm going to blame Drossy. Uh, maybe I can, okay. and I can ask him later that there was, there was a lack of game fives. And then mm. we had one in invitational in the last round, I believe. And then, uh, the four series in the conference semifinals for open league had three game fives. There was one sweep of three Oh, and then the rest of them went to five. So <laughs> nice. there was a lot of excitement. I, to, to be had if you wanted to see those game fives. And uh, yeah. I think their conference final, their semis into finals should be very exciting to watch. Nice. And yeah. as always complaining about it on the internet help. <laughs> yeah. That's the takeaway, everyone. That's, mm-hmm. that's what we want you to take away from this. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Just complain on the internet if things aren't working out for you. Um, cool. Okay. Well, thank you for that update. I actually had a chance to check out uh, game four, of uh divine beastie boys and um okay dudes okay dudes thank you uh and yeah it was it was fun it's been a minute since i've checked out a race as a spectator but i was working from home last friday and was like you know it would go down real smooth right now watching a random race on twitch and so i did and uh yeah it was very fun that that particular race ended up being a total ice rod hunt um, and it ended up being on uh, pendant Helma, yeah. which it was cross keys. Ugh. So, you know, there's, it's, it takes a really long time to get back to, to Helmasaur um, in that situation. And that was where the ice rod was. And they both, it was almost, I think there were maybe two other checks that were available in the whole seed mm-hmm. um, by the time they found that. But uh, yeah, great race. Um, and, uh, reminded me that I need to watch this game more often. I've said this before, but like the more you watch the game, honestly, the better it makes your own game because so much of this game is information based that by seeing, mm-hmm. even just by watching and being like, oh yeah, I can clip that corner right there and dash through that key door. Like that, just seeing it kind of can, can help to make you better. So oh, yeah. I gotta, I gotta watch more of this game for sure. And I always enjoy it. I always have a fun time. Uh, all right, let's see what else we got. So racing council applications are now open. Uh, they've been open for a little while actually. Uh, but the good news is they are still open. If you're listening to this on the day that this podcast comes out, they will be closed on January 20th. Did I say something weird? No, no, I just, uh, Okay. I, I, I saw both of you have made like weird faces at the same no, time. No, I, just, I, I was looking sure. at my calendar and I was like, okay. are they still going to be open? And they will be, but they will going to be yeah. barely. I was reminded I need to make an announcement that, hey, they're still open, <laughs> but they're closing. This is like final call. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, applications still open. Um, Dante, do you want to maybe quickly hit on like, you know, what sort of applications you're looking for, the kind of folks that you're looking to add to the racing council? Like who, who should, who should apply? If you, if you want to be involved, apply that, that, that's, that's what I would say. Um, you don't want to put too much on it. Like we're not looking for, like uh, for me, 
I'm never looking for a specific person type of person. Um, you know, as far as my votes go, it's just kind of like, you know, what, what did you say on your application? And then on top of that, which you don't, that that's not like the big thing. Like for me personally, it's what did you say in that? And then, uh, you know, what, what, what do you want to see? Like if, if you're here to just try and rile things up and change, not, not say change a bunch of things. That sounds like I'm trying to in, like prohibit change, but it's like, if you're here just to like create problems where there aren't any, then maybe that's not the best way to do it. And just to, to say, we've not put people on, like, I'm not saying like, I'm digging a hole here. I know like we've, <laughs> we've never said that we've never put someone on because they were going to cause problems. But like, you know, we do get to, to, to tie this all up in a bow. We do get some meme uh, applications. So mm. there, there, you not? there you go. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're going to get those all the time. Like, and that's, yeah, uh, I'll I'll say one thing I was smiling at. I looked at the responses and we had a new one come in and it was it was a meme. So I kind of just <laughs> chuckled at it. Um, I mean, to be fair, Dante, I would say like literally any time we create a form for anything related to this podcast, <laughs> the first submission is is you as some sort of joke. So well, I didn't I didn't do this one. Like I didn't do this meme. Like, well, of course, no. Uh, yeah, but yeah. The idea of the meme submission, like. Clearly, you understand. <laughs> I do. I do. And okay. I, I, I think it's all in good fun. Uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah. if the joke was really good, you would have said it by now. So I'm going to assume it was mediocre at best. And we'll we'll just move on. We're not supposed <laughs> to divulge these. So I oh, will you not. can't talk. You're legally bound not to talk. Yeah, to so legally. That's, that's I signed. Out. I signed the paperwork and everything. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, the robe or whatever uh, <laughs> is not, um, uh, you know, uh, is hinged, hinged upon it, I guess, uh, joke, gotcha. like figuratively. But yeah, if you're interested, like joking all aside, if you're interested, apply. Um, we'd rather have way too many people than, you know, not enough. We've also said that, like, we were very open, I think, in our announcement that we were looking to do what we did last time and slightly downsize while still bringing people on. Um, mm-hmm. Mainly because, like, you know, the, the the main responsibilities right now, like, are if if there's any like play like a foul play look into it and mm-hmm. then record race time rooms that's literally it so oh y'all do that i didn't realize that was y'all yeah i i, I caught up like 40 pages which there's 10 per page uh mm. the other day that was an adventure Let's see See, well, good to know that's that's part of it. I'm glad that we mentioned that it's not just sitting back and making a lot of sweeping decisions. You, you have to do some <laughs> real work as well. Yeah, so. you have to click the record button after <laughs> you've the verified that they've raced the race. That's to good. be fair, it doesn't sound like a ton of work, but still it's some stuff nonetheless. Yeah. Cool. And then uh, so to cap this off the news, at least uh, we had a couple of appearances at marathons for a link to the past and one specifically for rando. We mentioned a few times Ninjembro, who was going to be running an uh, AD keys or was it, it was just AD or AD keys. I can't it was remember. 80 keys. Mm-hmm. 80 keys uh, at uh, Magfest, the uh, marathon for that, which is Magfast. Uh, so we'll link the the VOD in the description if you want to check that out. We also had an appearance of Link to the Past at AGDQ. Glan put on a 100% major glitches 
run of, uh, again, just the vanilla Link to the Past. Uh, got it done in one twelve forty three. So that is already uploaded to YouTube because AGDQ is uh, good like that. So we will link that uh, in the description as well if you want to check that out. And uh, huge props to both of those runners for uh, representing our community. And uh, I have not watched either of them yet, but I'm looking forward to doing so. Yeah, I watched the GDQ run. Unfortunately, the only one I got to watch so far, but uh, it was a good time. And uh, had two had two of my friends on, or two of our friends, Chex Human, this commentator, and Toyso. Uh, both really good guys, both really knowledgeable guys, explaining mm-hmm. stuff really well. Some of the stuff I feel like, even if you explain it as well as you can, it's just indecipherable. Especially when it starts going on about the plead of the underworld and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Okay, whatever. Yeah. And you don't have any of that assumed knowledge that someone saying like Rando might have when you start talking about major glitches. You mm-hmm. just, you have to start from scratch. So yeah, it's a, it's a big task to try to explain a lot of that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. GMP community updates. So uh, the Glitched Mentor Tournament is rolling right along. We're in week three. Uh, The GMP Discord has been super active, at least in the uh, glitched channels that are, you know, you kind of have to scroll down a little bit for them, (laughs) but uh, lots of activity, um, not just, you know, scheduling races and crewing restreams and and vodcasts and things like that, but also just asking questions about the glitches like, hey, can anyone post a video for this glitch or can someone jump into this, you know, stream I'm doing and watch me do this and give me some pointers. So you love to see that kind of thing. It seems like there's a lot of really good information being shared. Um, And uh, I did have to step in and issue sort of a reminder, something we had learned from a really early mentor tournament, which is the best way to schedule these. We had a lot of folks that were doing what feels like it would be normal, which is normal in most tournaments, which is get up with your opponent, schedule something. And then now you have your race time, you're looking for a mentor. Um, We learned this the hard way and I forgot to like convey this basically to the new crew, but it, it's way easier when you find your mentor first and then reach out. And then the four of you all can kind of schedule your, yeah. your uh, race. So um, imparted that wisdom. That's basically all I've done with this tournament for the past several weeks. So <laughs> hopefully that was uh, you know, a helpful contribution. The mod teams and, and the admins, especially Malmo have been doing a fantastic job running things on the, on the day to day. So um, we will, you know, report on that in a little bit more detail once we get to brackets and tell you a little bit about some of the individual races and uh, um, very good chance, you know, that the winner will, will be get an invite on to this show as well. Um, so we'll, we'll give you more information on that as it comes along, but so far so good. It seems like everything's going great. Mm-hmm. So. And uh, that leaves us with our bi-weekly seed. So I decided not to tender Dante's resignation and allow for the festive. <laughs> Heck <laughs> Obviously, yeah. I didn't get to play this, but uh, Dante, you said you did, right? You, I did. you played this one. Yeah, it was how, fun. How was it? Um, yep. I so I, I mean, spoilers abound real fast. Uh, I got actually very salty in the end game just because, like, uh, after what I was in festive go mode, I, I found the bow, another, and two extra swords. Like, I was just I was hoping to be able to beat this seed on like minimum equipment. Like, I I opened the seed by going to Eastern Palace because it was a crystal and just beating it with like no sword, no bow, just the present launcher. And you know, I found mm. some progression there. Uh, but like 
yeah, like just festive. It, it changes the way routing is entirely. So it's uh, I think it's fun. Uh, I'm glad we had the opportunity to do that, like kind of around the time they were shutting it down. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, hope everybody had a good time playing it. Not obviously not too serious of a, a run considering uh, all the logic changes and stuff. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Let's wrap this thing up. Whoa. What the hell? Tuesday temp. I'm editing this now. I literally am just realizing we did not even set a new BWS. So <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, I had written in the outline open seven, seven, just cause I just want one. I really want to aim to play it. And that's just, you know, it's the nice friendly mode. So that is going to be the BWS for one seventeen. And uh, sorry about that. All right, so I don't know if the email's fixed yet or not. I do apologize for that. But <laughs> guys, something know, occurred to me. Who would? <laughs> no, who, I mean, who could possibly know? Uh, definitely not me. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, just go ahead and email us at gomodepodcast at gmail.com because we do own that. I'm guaranteed to get it. It even pings to my phone. So we don't, that pings one's not like spammed to his up. Phone. It does. Yeah. Do not abuse that fact. Uh, but I would I would be pleased as punch to get pinged and see that it was a question for this podcast. So if that is something that you want to send us, then absolutely do so. You will not be bothering me one bit. Uh, it's up to me to, to manage my pings. So it's, it's not on you. It's on me. And I think that's true for everyone. Uh, let's see. We're on all the normal platforms, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. Um, yeah. Uh, shout outs, I guess. Let's do shout outs. So I'll just keep it super simple and say Chrono Cross. I think I've done that one before, but help. I'm just going to do it again. <laughs> just it, it's just it a really again. fun game. I enjoy it. You know, obviously there are parts of it that are a slog, which is why you get the fast forward. But uh, the music's great and the story is actually better than I remember it being. And uh, yeah, it's just really fun. That's a fun game. Mm-hmm. What about you, Herf? Um... Well, I mean, I've been playing Terraria. We were talking about that before we started recording a little bit. So shout outs to that. And uh, I guess I'll keep it short as well. Just shout outs to uh, Persona 3 and Persona 4, I believe, coming out sometime this week as a like remastered re-release from the PSP versions or something like that. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I haven't played those in a long time. Very nice. Dante has just emailed me and it says, does it work? But does it work though? And yes, I'm literally <laughs> reading that on the home screen of my phone as it just popped up on silent. Thank so. goodness it worked. Very <laughs> um, good. Uh, my shout out is just going to be like gaming on the steam deck, getting the steps in. Uh, I 100% at all the achievements in that chain echoes game. We talked about last week that her shouted mm. out. Um, I don't know if it was really worth doing, but I did it because <clears throat> I was <laughs> uh, stubborn. I guess is the way to put it. Um, but yeah, uh, well, you're a recovering Chivo Hunter. So I am. Uh, I'm recovering. <laughs> so like I kind of had a, a moment. I have to like reset my my. I got mm. to get a different coin now. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, like I'm I'm in the middle of playing um, Final Fantasy VII remake now, which I'm sure is going to take me a really long time. Only playing it in 40 minute increments or 60 minute increments on the treadmill. Um, I also want to say that game's a lot harder to play on the treadmill without falling down. Uh, oh yeah. So, because it's like very disorienting when you're spinning the camera and you're like locked in on this tiny screen while you're trying to walk at like a reasonable pace. Anyway, um, yeah, it's probably the same shout out as the other week. Basically, he's just not falling down. <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, well, it's important, you know. 
Uh, and then I guess the last thing I want to say is we do have a Patreon. Um, there are very few benefits that you get from being a Patreon. So I want to be very, very upfront about that. But if you enjoy the show and you want to show your support and, uh, you know, help us out with our hosting fees and with the time that it takes to edit the show, that is a great way to do so. And it really helps us out. And a huge thank you to all of our current patrons. We don't say it enough, but uh, really appreciate your support. And uh, we, we thank you. All right. That's it for this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll be back again in two weeks with a brand new fresh one for you. Until then, I've been Tim. On behalf of my co-host, Dancy and Herfy Derfy, let's go ahead and mirror out. <laughs>